Welcome to New York's number two sports show. The streak ends tonight. Both streaks. The New York Rangers 11-game point streak and Artemi Panarin's season-opening 15-game point streak are both snapped tonight in a game that the Rangers could have won. They lose to the Dallas Stars 6-3 at Dallas. And the Rangers played a really good first period. And the second period wasn't great, but the Rangers took a 2-0 lead. And then they gave up a goal right after that. Dallas scores, and it becomes 2-1. And in the third period, the Rangers completely fall apart. We'll get into all of the ins and outs. Um, But yeah, I mean, the Rangers deserve to lose. Not a a well-played game by them when it was all said and done. Um, And... You know, blame can go in a lot of different directions. Um, generally speaking, you know, Mika Zibanejad just continues to not produce. So, you know, and, and look, like, I sound like a broken record with this. Like, again, like, defensively, um, you know, it's still, he's still like a plus, like, in that part of the game, right? So it's not like he's killing on both sides of the ice. I, I, I keep on wanting, I preface that every time. But, like, it, it's just... It's fairly unacceptable what he has done. He's got one even straight goal on on the in the whole season. We are what 15, 16 games in, right? He's got one even strength goal. That that, that just can't happen. I'm sorry. Um, and you know he's your number one center, and he needs to do a lot more. So that's one thing. Igor Shosturkin, you know, it's a second game back, and it's been shaky. You know, he's been giving up some leaky goals. Um, there's definitely some he'd want to have back in this game. You know, full blame doesn't go go to him at all. I, I think the defensive coverage was not good either. But, you know, the Rangers, you know, Dallas was a little bit hungry in front of the net. Dallas is a, is a good team. One of the best teams in the Western Conference. They were coming off of a tough loss to the Colorado Avalanche, and they found their game, and they were just the better team by the end of it. And, you know... As I, I gave him praise last game, but Zach Jones in a game like this is just, you can't use him. And, and Schneider is like, and I want to include Schneider as well, more so Zach Jones, where against big teams, he is just not going to be a factor in any positive way. So this is where, you know, Adam Fox hopefully will be back in maybe a week, you know, a week or two. Um, and that will be really important to get him back and Jones out of the lineup. And then, again, that, that Jones-Schneider pair is not very good at all. Also, the fourth line, I want to talk about a couple of... Actually, no, let's let's stay with the defense. Keandre Miller did not like his game. Uh, you know, he his play leads to, in part, leads to Dallas's first goal. I don't know what he was thinking there. And just a lot of turnovers on the night. So... You know, Miller, who I think him and Truba have been a really good pair, especially since Fox went down. They've been a very steady, solid pair. But I thought tonight that Keandre with a lot of bad turnovers. Uh, and then the fourth line, Jimmy Vesey on that first goal by Dallas puts Keandre in a tough spot. Keandre made it worse, but Vesey with not a very smart pass in that situation. And then Barkley Goodrow takes a, just an absolutely terrible penalty, um, which led to Dallas taking a 3-2 lead. So Goodrow, who ironically in garbage time at the end, uh, scores his first goal of the season. But Goodrow, like, it's just, look, he is one of the most overpaid uh, bottom six fourth line players in the league. He, he just is. Like, he is he is at least $2 million overpaid. That That's just what it is. And you can't convince me otherwise. So that was all bad. You know, Capo Caco gets on the score sheet. You know, there's a lot more for him to give. But hey. 
It was a fluky goal, but it's a goal. Maybe that gets him going. Uh, that was the second goal of the season. But yeah, and and unfortunately, our you know the uh, Artemi Panarin, um, the point streak comes to an end. So hey, he broke the Ranger franchise record um, for season opening point streak. So look, like he got that. Like, and what I mean by like, I'm not. How am I trying to phrase this? Like, um, if he's gonna end it. Like now is a now is not a bad time. He was not too far. I think he was two or three games off the franchise record, but hey, he was a little off tonight. He he was not bad, but you know his shot was a little bit little off. Uh, there were chances, but it didn't happen. It was going to end at some point. May as well end tonight. And um, Peter Laviolette, a, a game, some decisions by him that I didn't quite agree with. First off, the challenge by Laviolette after the fourth star goal. Um, was a desperation challenge, and, and he didn't have to get that desperate there. I mean, there was still a lot of time left, and there was no goalie interference, simply put. Like, again, if, if there was maybe four or five minutes left, or, um, or 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 if there was a legitimate chance that, you know what, maybe this could be goalie interference, do it. But uh, it just wasn't close. And then him pulling the goalie, when the Rangers get a power play with about four minutes left, and he pulls the goalie down too. Like, the power play, which did have a goal, was a fluky goal. But, you know, which wasn't great on the night. Like, you got to give them the benefit of the doubt. You know what I mean? Like, you're down by two with a power play. Let that just go five on four. Did not agree with that at all. And sure enough, they scored an empty net goal right after. Maybe 10, 15 seconds after Gustafson turns it over at, you know, makes not a smart play in the offensive blue line and the Stars score. So, again, like the Rangers, it was sloppy. It, it was not a well-played game by them after what was a very strong first period. Uh, you know, they, they outshot Dallas 16-7, to but things just got out of hand. That's the only way to put it. It, it, it unraveled on the Rangers. So they, they lose this game, and their record drops to 12-3-1, and and this is their first regulation loss since ways ago, over a month ago, home against Nashville. And this is probably the first, I mean, there's only been three regulation losses, but this one hurts the most in the sense that they could have very well won this game, but the others hurt in the sense like Columbus and Nashville are two of the worst teams in the league. So nothing to be ashamed of in terms of Dallas is good, but, you know, they kind of let this one slip away. But you do have some pretty big, you know, rivalry-type games in your next three games. Pittsburgh, Philly, and Boston. So, hey, if we look back on that and say, you know, you lost to Dallas and, and they were able to sort of recover in these next three, all is well and good. So, let's jump into it. First period, um, like I said, Rangers off to a good start. And, and the goalie for Dallas was backup Scott Wedgwood. So, the Rangers didn't face... I want to just see the numbers real quick. Um, Jake Ottinger... Pretty good numbers for what I can see here. Uh, let me see Wedgwood, who's not a bad backup. Wedgwood's number... I mean, look, the Rangers definitely should have caught a break in the fact that they faced Wedgwood and not Ottinger, but Wedgwood played pretty well, and the Rangers couldn't take advantage of some opportunities. So, um, Rangers get a power play. Duchesne uh, interferes with Tyler Pitlick, the former Dallas star, and the Rangers' power play is unsuccessful. Then too many men on the ice on the Rangers at 12.52. That has been a problem for the Rangers. Too many, too many men on the ice. There's been, no pun intended, too many of them. Uh, that's got to be now, like, it feels like at least four or five. Somewhere, well, let's say three to five. Um, that's You just can't have that. But the Rangers' penalty kill does a good job there. They kill it off. Then, um, penalty on Dallas. 16.02, Sam, St Sam Steele trips Vincent Trocek. So Trocek 
who takes a lot of penalties, but also draws a lot of penalties, and he scores on the power play. So Trocek, his point streak extends to six games, um, and he's been, you know, really, really good. He's been one of their best players lately, and Trocek scores in a very alert play. It's his fifth goal of the season from Kreider and Gustafson. This was a shot that by Kreider that goes off the boards, a wide shot, but Trocek, it, it goes off behind the net, and Wedgwood was kind of out of position, and he sort of wraps it around and in. And it gives the Rangers a one at the lead. They take that one at the lead going to the second. Now, the second period, I thought Dallas get, comes off to a, gets off to a good start in the first five minutes. But then the, it settles down. Rangers start to get better in the second. And then they score at 13-38. Capo Caco scores his second goal of the season from Benino and Truba. So that's Benino's first point as a Ranger in his 16th game as a Ranger. Uh, and it was kind of a lucky goal. Caco was looking to pass it. And uh, I think maybe, not sure, was it to Benino? Maybe. But Kako looking to maybe pass the puck, and it, it goes off of Ryan Suter's stick and in. So, again, not a pretty goal, but one in which maybe it can get Kako going. It's tough, though. To be fair to him, you know, being on a line with Benino, uh, and, and even Cooley, you know, Cooley has, um, no, pun in, no pun intended or pun intended, has cooled down just a little bit. Uh, I thought tonight he was a little bit off, but um, still like Will Cooley a lot. But, you know, um, for Kako... Uh, not to make excuses for him is I really think his season so far has been really bad, but that is a line where it's going to be tough to produce a whole lot offensively, and the time on ice isn't exactly there. But Rangers take a 2 nothing lead. And then a really, really big goal for Dallas. Less than a minute after, Jamie Benn scores his fourth goal of the season from Pavelski and Hintz. This was a bad play by VZ and Keandre Miller. The Rangers, who had the momentum at this point, VZ passes the puck, you know, an east-west pass to Keandre Miller, and Miller, instead of maybe just making the safe play, tries to make a move and get a little fancy. At least it looked that way. And so then Dallas goes the other way, three on one, and Ben scores. So it's 2-1 Rangers going to the third. And the Rangers have been a good third-period team, but look like at some point that that it's going to run out, and it ran out tonight. And Dallas scores very quickly into the third. At 101, Joe Pavelski scores his eighth goal of the season from Haskinen and Hintz. So that ties it up. And this is a play where, A, Igor Shesterkin's rebound control, not great on this one, but also like just like Zach Jones weak in front of the net. Like, he could have tied up someone's stick and didn't. And, you know, an easy Pavelski, you know, wide open, open net goal makes it 2-2. Then... A really bad penalty by Barkley Goodrow. At 538, just no reason for it. He high six Mason Marchman. Goodrow's about to go on a line change, uh, go off, you know, from for a line change. And his stick is just in the air. Put your stick down. Like you're a veteran. Like, what are you doing? And Marchman didn't really see it. Marchman didn't think it would happen, and he clips him. Like, it's just completely unnecessary. And so now Dallas gets a power play and they score on it. And who's who's the one that does score? Kind of like Trocek before. Draws the penalty, then scores the power play goal. This time it's Marchman. It's his fourth goal of the season from Johnston and Duchesne at 7.06. And this is a horrible goal by Shostarkin. This one was like the, when I think about Igor's night, like we can make arguments and whatever. This was a bad goal where he makes the save and he just doesn't cover it. And, and initially they, they ruled goal interference. It was not. It was a definite clean goal where Marchman just pokes his stick. On an, on an open puck, should have been puck covered by Igor, he doesn't, and that makes it 3-2. And then, to make matters worse, a minute and 18 seconds after, Tyler Sagan scores a sixth goal from Marchman, and this was a sloppy goal 
where Zach Jones at some point loses his stick. So keep that in mind. He doesn't have a stick. And, you know, again, it's the Jones. I think, I think Schneider was on there as well, I think. And Igor, you know, Igor probably could have helped, you know, stuck with it a little bit better. Like, I think blame goes everywhere. Uh, just a sloppy goal. Dallas just, it, they felt hungrier at that point. Trying to think if, if anyone else is to blame. There, there probably was forward-wise, but they make it 4-2. And to make matters worse, Peter Laviolette challenges that goal for goal interference, and it wasn't. It, it was it was a fair goal, and so that's a delay. That's a penalty. So the Rangers kill off that penalty. That's two minutes off the clock that they could have used. Then at 12-39, uh, Dadnov uh, holds Kako, but the Rangers power play doesn't score. Then at 15-54, why Johnston trips Lafreniere, and that's when Laviolette pulls the goalie. Way too soon. Way too soon. And then the, the, the Stars end up getting a couple of shorthanded empty net goals. At 16-30, Sam Steele, it's his first goal of the season. It uh, makes it 5-2. Um, this was a play that Gustafson, with you know the goalie pulled, he needed to be a little bit smarter. Wasn't. Leads to the turnover, and they score. And then at 17-04, Rope hints with another empty net goal. It's his seventh goal of the season from uh, Tyler Sagan. Makes it 6-2. to two. And then uh, at late, Barkley Goodrow scores his first goal of the season from Schneider and Truba. So Truba had a couple of assists on the night. Um, makes it 6-3 with 15 seconds left. And the Stars win it 6-3. to three. So, you know, uh, a frustrating loss. The streak was going to come to an end. They had been 10-0-1 in their last 11 games. Well, now they are 10-1-1 in their last 12 and the Artemi Panarin season-opening point streak finally comes to an end. And now that leads the Rangers uh, to a game uh, on Thanksgiving Eve at Pittsburgh. Now, Pittsburgh has been playing better hockey lately. They're coming off of a 3-0 win versus Vegas. This should be a pretty good test. Um, I expect this to be a, a pretty competitive game versus the Penguins. And then after Thanksgiving on Black Friday, a matinee affair with the Flyers. And then another matinee game. Saturday back home against the Bruins. So again, three games in four days, like in pretty short order. Like this will be a good test, especially, you know, with Philip Heedle, you know, not returning any time in the near future, it feels like. I, I don't know when he'll be back. And Adam Fox, we know, won't be back. But I think, you know, his return is on the horizon, um, you know, again, maybe sometime next week. But, like, this will be coming off this Dallas loss. And, look, the Rangers, of course, they haven't lost two in a row. So I'm hoping that that streak can continue. You know, just you lose this game, you put it behind you. But now I want to see. I think that these next three games will tell a lot about, you know, where they are and how much, like, you know, how how long can they stay atop this division? And, you know, because right now it feels, it all feels pretty good, generally speaking. But, um, you know, now facing a little bit of adversity. Uh, and maybe they can nip that in the bud very, very quickly. So, again, this is a, a night where streaks end. Uh, Artemi Panarin's 15-game season-opening point streak is over, and the Rangers' 11-game point streak ends. Their record now sits at 12-3-1. They leave Dallas losers, and now they will head to Pittsburgh to take on the Penguins.